Cheers, golf addicts. Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast for the 2021 RSM Classic from Sea Island. It's the Tour Junkies. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. It's the final final tournament breakdown show of 2021, Pat. It's been a wild ride. Um, we've got some more content coming out before the end of the year, but this is the last tournament breakdown. The PGA Tour is ready to pack it up and get the heck home for the holidays and for the you know six-week break that they get on tour after this event. But it's a fun event. We've been there. We've covered it as media before. We know a bunch of people down there. We like the RSM Classic, and you can definitely get an edge this week. Speaking of getting an edge, where winning starts is at Covers.com, and this Tour Junkies podcast presented to you by our friends at Covers, the place where people who love sports and love to win, that's where they go, all right? its uh, They've been doing it for so long, like 25 years, okay? They serve over 20 million sports bettors annually, and it is the place where sports bettors can connect with over 500,000 members in the Covers forum, and it's the only place you can read an article in like five minutes from the Tour Junkies. It's going to give you some head-to-head betting matchups, a top 20 or two or three, a top 10, maybe a prop bet, something like that. You know, me and Pat publish our betting cards, but it's usually outrights, first-round leaders, etc. I talk about some head-to-head matchups in the Chalk Bomb, but it's this is like our published plays, and it's only on Covers.com. It drops every Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's free. You don't have to join. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. Just go to Covers.com, check it out. And, um, yeah, we appreciate Covers for helping us out. Listen, we got a great show tonight. We're going to talk about outrights, top 20s, our favorite picks, and early leans of the night. Uh, we're going to talk about the RSM Classic, but before, we're going to do some other stuff. Uh, we're going to get down and dirty. Is what other things. Do. Some other things. Now, also going on this week, there's a really strong field playing over in Europe for the DP World Tour Championship, the final event of their season, and our one and only Mark Hill, Our Europe tour expert is going to cover that show tomorrow night live for the first time. Okay. Mark's been doing podcasts every week for like the last, you know, five or six events, but live tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel right here on Tour Junkies if you're watching on YouTube, but also it'll be on the podcast stream as well. Mark Hill and our friend Tom Jacobs, another great European tour expert, PGA tour guy. Tom's a sharp guy, super nice. They are going to break down the DP World Tour together. So if you can't catch it live, which you should try to do, you definitely need to check that out because it's a great field. It's a great event. Uh, and those boys are going to do a great job. And I'm looking forward to it. But Pat, before we get into too much tonight, you hit another outright winner. 50 to 1, Jason Kokrak on this show last week. In fact, in the last segment of the show, the covers recap, the favorite picks and early leans recap, you had Jason Kokrak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your third winner in eight events this PGA yeah. Tour season at 50-1, to 1, Pat. I mean, you got to feel good right now, don't you? What are you drinking tonight to celebrate? Yep, I feel really good. I feel really good, DB. I'm drinking a little beer, mm. uh, a little Wild Leap. Uh, it's good. Tequila for me because my picks are, uh, you know, they're dancing around the lead, and then they just all collapse, and they make way well, for your Well, here, here's the thing. I'm going to give you the mojo. I'm gonna touch you, touch you with the thank you with the mojo touch right there, and I'm gonna pass okay. it over to you because you know we're good at that. We're good at can that. You, we you, we give each other. Hands on my head and pray for... No, no, lay no. hands on. Wait, why can't I do this right? There, I pray. <laughs> wait, wait, stay, stay over here. I pray for DB to get the mojo with the picks. God bless. 
So anyway, it was. It's been a fantastic run. I mean, this this whole uh, fall has been good for me. I, I don't know where it came from because um, it went away. I had a good run, obviously, during the U.S. Open. Yeah, but then it went completely away. It went over to you, and then it went back to me. So here's what happens, folks. Like you gotta have to, you gotta ride the wave. Yeah. When it's my wave, ride it. It's like when it's DB's wave, ride it. Yeah, it's it's like herpes. It comes in the winter and it sticks around for a little bit, and then it then it leaves. So good I for guess. you. You had Victor yeah. Hovland at 17 to 1 a couple weeks ago, Sung JM at 33 to 1. And in fact, even on the Tour Junkies After Dark show, which a lot of people uh, may miss, it's on the DraftKings YouTube channel. After we record this show on Monday nights, we head over to DraftKings YouTube and we record the TJ After Dark show, which is a betting show. And you, you had him, you had Kokrak on that show last week. You had uh, Hovland on that show a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, there's a lot of places people could be getting this. And if they're not getting it, it's on them, you know? You posted the betting card on, on Twitter with Co-Crack. You posted the betting card in the Nut Hut with Co-Crack. There's plenty of places, plenty of opportunities people could be getting it. In fact, you know, despite that, though, Pat, we managed to piss off at least one person last week. Oh, I'm sure we did. We managed to piss off just one that we know of. We usually tick off a lot of people, but we, we ticked off one, one person in particular, and we wanted to address that person, or maybe that type of person, if you're that type of person tonight. Um, and that is, you know, in fact, if he's watching tonight, which I'm sure he's not, but if he's watching tonight, he probably hated that last little thing we just did where you prayed for me. He probably did not like that. Um, but last week, Pat, we had Jeffrey. We had a, we had a Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. You know, oh, Jeffrey. women right now have Karens. If, you got a, if you're a Karen, you, 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 know, you know who you are. You know what you're doing, right? Now I think for men, we've coined Jeffrey because we found him. You know, he, he's, he's a troll and he's a total loser, okay? We got an email from him. We, well, he commented on the YouTube video, but I want to show you the email. The email is rich in content, Pat. I'm going to bring up the email. If you're watching on YouTube, you know, bear with us. We're going to get to the pics in a minute. Yeah, I hope Jeffrey's listening. I hope he is too. But look, look at Jeffrey's email that we got. I'm, just be, I'm going to read it. I'm just being honest, so take it as you will. You know it's going to be good when that happens. Yes. The podcast on YouTube was brutal, unprofessional, and, well, stupid. Look, comma. Who says Wait, that? when you say look, yeah, dude, when you say look, like, bro, you mean business. I, I'm like taking off the earring. I'm about to, I'm about to, let's go. You know look. what I mean? Look, he says, I work for a living, which means there is a limited time to study, process, and set lineups. And listening to you talk about drinking and doing so while taking up my valuable time is unacceptable. Because it, massive run on sentence here. Clearly, he's not an English, uh, English teacher. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Because if you called me to do a job at your home and I walked in drinking and talking about while doing so, how long do you think it'd be before you kicked me out and hired an individual that performed the job in a respectful manner? Respectful! Not, I'm still reading here, not trying to be an ass, yet want to see you succeed i'm sure you do when you start with a sentence with not trying to be an ass you are definitely (laughs) i could only make through three minutes and really wanted to see what you guys had to offer i don't think you really wanted to see we had to offer if you only made it through three minutes and i also think that you only make through three minutes in a lot of things that you do in life jeffrey put an entry or 20 into the yahoo golf contests i would love to compete with you jeffrey that's the email. I mean, so many things in this There's, email, Pat. Okay. If I walked into your home to do a job and I walked in drinking, 
First of all, you are not paying me, Jeffrey. I'm not walking into your home. You're walking into my home, our home. This is our home. We do, we're doing this. So, okay, so you're not paying us. This is free. Free content. You, don't, there's, you have no money involved in this, And in Jeffrey. fact, if you were, if I were to pay you to you know, fix a toilet and you came in hammered, I would at least give you the common courtesy to see, well, hey, maybe he performs his job better hammered. He, Pat plays knows? golf better when he's hammered. I know that about I do. him. If, I totally do. If, if you, Jeffrey, come into my house to fix my toilet hammered, I would at least see if you can do it. I'm not going to, like, b- jump ship immediately. The other thing is, Jeffrey, we don't talk about alcohol a lot. Now, we talk about every show, but we don't talk in about a lot beginning. of— it, We mentioned in the beginning, what's the podcast juice? Yep, 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 check that box. We've been doing it for six years, homie. Let's go. And also, this is not the show— if all you want is stats, 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 data, 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 nerd, 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 nerd. If that's all you want, this is the wrong show for you. And it always totally will be. Different. There will. are plenty of other shows with some So good many people. other shows. Some good people that do those mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Good yes. smart people. Not our style, though, man. Did we, pick, did we pick a winner last week? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. But you, you missed that because you only made it to three minutes. You missed it, Jeff, because so you you're the you're, you're just a barely three-minute man is what you are. But, you know, so Jeff trolls us. He sends us that email. He made the same kind of comment on, on YouTube. I put it up on Twitter. It was hilarious, hilarious responses. Um, but, you know, poor Jeff. Don't be a Jeff, okay? So then I did a, I did a video for him on, on TikTok. You know, if you're not following us on TikTok, we're lighting up the TikTok streets right now. You know, if you think you're too old, trust me, you're not. Pat. Aren't you addicted to TikTok now? I am addicted. Yeah. To, I love yeah. some TikTok. Now, yes. I'm a I'm a taker. Yeah. I don't give a whole lot on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, and if I do give, it's just like cuz DB says, "Hey, do this video," yeah. and I do it and then they do all the editing and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, TikTok's it's it's, it's okay. Look, old, older people, 40-year-olds out there listening to us. It's okay, TikTok. You can go you can dip your, your feet into the TikTok waters. It's yeah. actually pretty good. So I did a TikTok making fun of Jeff. And at the end, this is a screenshot if you're watching on, on YouTube. At the end I gave I gave out some bets because you know Jeff wants the bets. He just wants to get straight to it. So I helped him get straight to the bets. I gave him three head to head matchups and two prop bets. Two of the three head to head matchups hit, including Jason Kokrak over Ian Poulter. And then I had a no hole in one prop, which was fine until Sunday when one of my favorite players that week, Matt Wolf, made a hole in one on Sunday. So I missed that one. But mm. at plus two thirty, Brooks Kepka to miss the cut, who was also the chalk bomb, my chalk bomb in the weekly chalk bomb email. Jeffrey, yet again another free piece of content, buddy. If you want like to subscribe to that, you can scroll straight to the content that you want there and see that Brooks Kepka was that. Uh, what else happened? Um, let's see. And you had TJ after dark. Also, we had um, in the covers recap last week, Pat, at the end of the betting show, had Jeffrey stuck around. He would have heard the Kokrak favorite bet at 50 to 1. He also would have heard my Dylan Fratelli top 20 bet at plus 650. Plus 650. Jeffrey was probably sweating over, you know, NFL games all Sunday to get plus 650. And we delivered it there. Okay. Moral of the story don't be a Jeffrey. Don't be a Jeffrey. Do you think he won a lot of money listening to the, the, the nerdy stat guy that he liked that week? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Spaz by that's funny. Only the real studs play Yahoo. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to go to Yahoo and even follow Jeffrey around. Jeffrey, come to DK. Put your big boy pants on. Let's do some DK if you want to do DFS. But, you know, again, we're never going to be the show that just gives you the data. 
and then gets out of here with no fun. That's not fun for us, and we doubt it's fun for you, which is fine. If you just want to get straight to the data, nerd out, do it, baby. Join Fantasy National and nerd out there. Um, don't be a Jeffrey. It's my, Jeff, it's my Jeffrey juice right here. It's my, Je- my Jeffrey juice tonight is Casamigos uh, and soda with a splash of orange, Pat. I didn't even know for all these years that I that that I had I had to adhere to to normal job you regulations. You have to be a professional here, Pat. This is a betting podcast with a squirrel mascot. I didn't even know, Jeffrey. It's a squirrel mascot. We didn't even talk about that. Like, what? A, it's a squirrel mascot. Do you think we're gonna be serious stat guys with a blind squirrel mascot that looks like a? Everything but a squirrel. I can't even drink in my own home, Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey says, I cannot drink while I'm doing a show with my friend. Uh, On a Monday, we probably do three hours of prep time for this show. And then between the DFS show, the betting show, and the DraftKings After Dark show, another three hours of recorded content, and then about an hour to publish everything. So, Jeffrey, you telling me, that I can't have a little tequila and talk about it for a second? I can't do that, buddy? Because you're going to get all out of whack and want to quit on us, buddy? Bro. Uh, Producer Sam, is uh, his, his uh, Jeffrey juice tonight is Tito's and apple juice. I've never even heard of that. I never even... We, we got, we've gotten a lot of emails in the day, but that one, <laughs> good for Jeffrey. By the way, props to Jeffrey for doing that. And I will also credit us, too. We get a lot of emails with feedback. And 90% of those emails that come in, you know, respectfully and in good spirit, like, genuinely wanting to help us out, like, we embrace it. We do it. A lot of the stuff we do now is because we've gotten feedback. Every year, we ask for listener feedback. We did that just recently. And we take it to heart. When you come like that, dude, just stupid, just dumb. <laughs> I mean, is Jeffrey an island boy? What if that was really one of the island boys? All right, we should... We got it. We got it. We got it. got to move on. It's the RSM Classic. It's two golf courses. It's 150 players. Top 65 in ties make the cuts. The seaside course is the plantation course. They're going to play the plantation course once, either on Thursday or on Friday. They're going to play seaside the other three rounds if they make the cut. And uh, let's see. Plantation's a par 72. Seaside's a par 70. Bermuda grass, greens, all over the place. Fast, typically firm. The defense on this course is wind. If it gets windy, which right now it's looking like it will be it's Friday, seaside. Saturday, and it's Sunday, seaside. especially on seaside. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday are looking windy. Um, you're going to want to pay attention to that. It could play much tougher. In 2020, it was like that. And I think Tyler Duncan won at even par. Um, I don't think it's going to be that bad. But for the most part, these are two pretty easy courses. No, Tyler Duncan was 19 under. Oh, was he 19 under? What am I thinking? Somebody won in a I tough think, year. You think it was like U.S. Open? Maybe I was. Maybe I was, it's too much. Jeffrey I think Jones. you're thinking about the. Uh, too you're, much. You're thinking Jones. about. Uh, um, what's that course down the road from 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 here? Oh, uh, Congaree. No, um, we're filming uh, Kiowa. You're thinking of Kiowa. This uh, ain't Kiowa. Kiowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, what else, Pat? I will say this: the don't don't get caught up in thinking the plantation course is so much easier than the seaside course we talked yeah, about this ad nauseum on the DraftKings preview if you want to check that out uh, we're going to be talking about the nut hut there could be some some wave advantages but but maybe by the maybe way not. db mm-hmm. you just said ad nauseum did i is it ad nauseum or is it ad i think it's nauseum. ad ad nauseum or no it's at i don't know is it ad or ad 
Add. Oh, Sam. Huh. Sam says add. I was right. Okay. You I were don't wrong. Know. I was just wondering. You you said it. I was just wondering. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate <laughs> it. Anyway, moving on. Look, plantation. Another thing about plantation, you do have it being a par 72, you got four par fives there. Three are reachable and two. So I think they're, you know, potentially it's the one course that they should score on. But like you're about to say, or you were saying, it hasn't really been the case the last couple of years. Yeah. Now, I do think a lot of that is because it was redone. The greens were harder, and they kind of soften up as they as as you move along here, and, and they get a little age to them. So I think Plantation could end up playing a little easier this year than it has. But so far, we have not seen that. No. We have not seen that. They've basically played the same in the last two years. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about your betting card or when you're thinking about a wave advantage or whatever. Um, yeah, they basically played the same the last few years though. So. All right, Pat, let's get into this. We talked about, uh, we talked about a lot of names on the DraftKings show, but there was actually a lot of agreement. So we're kind of feeling a lot of the same guys here. And I, I'm, I'm thinking if we start at the top, there was at least some agreement on these guys in terms of DFS. We'll see what you think here. Starting at the top with the favorites up to 25 to one. I think these are, I'm probably not going to mention these in the favorites section at the end because I don't, I don't like to bet these shorter numbers. But if you are that kind of person that you like to bet the shorter numbers, maybe you got a, a nice large bankroll you like to play with or you just really, you just really dig in these shorties. Um, Louis at 20 to 1 on points bet and Henley at 25 to 1 on points bet are values. They're both shorter on. DraftKings, well, actually, uh, Louis shorter on DraftKings. Louis sixteen to one on DK, twenty to one yeah. on points bet, and I think you jump on that points bet number before that gonna that's gonna shrink for sure. Now, can Louis win on the PJ Tour? God knows, like who knows? But you know, Pat just talked about it on the last show. Nobody thought Kokrak was ever gonna win, and then he finally does, and now he's won three times in a year. So it could happen. All right, it could totally happen. Louis checks a lot of boxes. Great total driver, very accurate off the tee, plenty long, plays good in the wind, one of the best putters on tour in 2021. Um, not much of a record to speak of here, but I don't think, you know, I do think course history matters at, at, at Seaside uh, or the, at, at Sea Island, but um, with a guy like Louie, I just think you can, you can forego the lack of history. And 25-1 to 1 for Russell Henley, just as good as Russell Henley's playing right now, uh, the ball striking, the, the iron play is as good as it's been. I mean, he's been very solid with that all year and consistent. He's hitting a lot of fairways, and Bermuda is far and away his best putting surface, and he's coming in in good form. He's got a you know, couple good, good tournament years here at Sea Island, coming off the T7 last week at the Houston, and a good start to the new 2021-2022 season. So Henley for me at 25 and Louis at 20 are probably – you know, Henley could stay at that 25 to 1 number, but I, I definitely see Louie getting shorter, maybe even by the time the show is published on like iTunes tomorrow or something, Apple, whatever. Okay. I, I, like, I like them both. Usti is uh, one that I love at 20 to 1. I think that's a great number for him. Um, another guy, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Henley. I, I think that's perfectly fine. Another one I like, though, is Corey Connors. He is at 25 to 1. Um, it, it's, you know, Connors is always everybody talks about his his putting is a is a struggle and scrambling is a little bit of a struggle, but everything else is fantastic for this course. I mean, he is in control of his ball and always off the tee, ball striking, approach, everything. Corey Connors is just one of those guys that I think is a great course fit here. 
I mean, you look at his, his course history as well. I mean, he had a, a top 10 here last year, T23 in 2019, T37, the first time he played here in 2018. So I like Corey Connors at that 25 to 1 number. Now, a guy that we, we did not mention on the DK show uh, for DFS picks, mm-hmm. but I think is interesting, is Harris English. Hmm. 25 to 1. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not Harris English? I mean, you know, you look at the stats for him. Sea Island Mafia. Sea Island Mafia member. Yeah, Sea Island Mafia. I mean, literally across the board, you know, checks the box and scrambling, approach, ball striking, putting on Bermuda. Um, you know, his his history here has been spotty, but he did finish top 10 last year, um, which was is probably the best year to look at if you're going to be going off a of course history. When you look at the both courses, Plantation and Sea Island together, or Plantation and Seaside together, um, so he did finish T six last year as well. Um, you know, I know his form has has not been all that great lately, but you know, Harris, I thought, you know, I thought Harris played pretty well in the Ryder Cup, and then you know we saw the miscut at the Shriners, the withdrawal at the CJ Cup, but I do like Harris English there at ten at. Uh, at 25 to 1. So there you go. Yeah, and I mean, when he missed the cut at the Shriners, he lost six strokes putting, which just yeah. does not happen for Harris English. This is obviously a course he's very familiar with. He plays great in windy conditions. I do think Harris is interesting, and, and maybe we should have talked about him in DFS. I, maybe some people are going to be off of him in DFS too. So 25 to 1 is interesting. I mean, um, I mean, Henley's quite familiar with this place as well. Both guys at 25 to 1. If you had to pick one, I might rather... Uh, have Henley just for the the more recent solid form. We kind of you know feel like we know what we're getting a little bit more with him. But English can definitely close the door and win it here. Uh, we didn't talk about this guy, but a guy I think I'd stay away from. I mentioned on the on the DFS show is Webb, and I know Webb's. You know everybody's going to talk about the course history here. He does have a few, a couple top fives, a runner up a couple years ago, T three before that. But out of six times playing here, he's only had a top. 10 or top you know top 10 three times out of six the other three times he's not been great and the thing to me about Webb is is he really going to win in basically his 15th event since the Masters like he just is not playing a lot and um I don't know what that says about him like I I just don't know that he's ready to close the door so for an outright bet at that short a number I mean he's 12 to 1 I think a lot of yeah Yeah, he's 12 12 to 1 on um, most of the sites I'm looking at in that range I mean, if you're going to go that short, then I would much prefer Scotty Scheffler at 11. Absolutely. I totally agree there. I just don't see Webb being worth any of your dollars at all. No. Any, any unless, you, unless you like want to do a top 10 or something. But other than I don't even know if I like a top 10. I don't. No, I, I don't. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm out on him. What, is there anybody else in this range we need to talk about? From a, from a, no, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered almost everybody. All right. Getting into the mid-range, well, before we do that, you know, we do talk about Kraken a lot. Our friends at Kraken, the cryptocurrency app that you need to get if you're into crypto. And if you're not into crypto, come hop aboard with us. We are. We love it. It's fun. We talk about it in the Nut Hut. There's a channel for it in the Nut Hut. It's popping off all the time. So if you're interested in investing in cryptocurrencies, but you're not sure where to get started, check out the Kraken app. You can buy over 50 of the most popular cryptos like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Shiba. Ethereum, Ethereum uh, 24-7. It's really easy to get started. Just download the app, create your account. You're investing in minutes. And even though Bitcoin's like 65K right now, you can get started for as little as like 10 bucks. You can buy some on Kraken. Dip your toe in, 
see what's up. Although if you just had 10 bucks, like don't buy, I would probably wouldn't buy Bitcoin. I would buy something else. This is not investment advice, but maybe some Shiba or something else. Some Shiba. Come up in the, come up in the, uh, the, the crypto channel in, in the Nuh-Hub. We'll Who straight, came up with Shiba? We'll straighten you out. I want some Shiba. I don't know I why. Got some. I, I just got like some. the name Shiba. I got some. One of the coolest things uh, about it, too, is these guys have been doing it 10 years. 10 years. That's a long time. You guys couldn't even spell crypto 10 years ago. You didn't even know what that meant. If I'd have said crypto, you'd have thought that was uh, the planet I Super- wish I did. You thought God, that- I wish I did. True. You thought that was from where like Superman was born. You didn't even know. But the Kraken was doing it. So visit kraken.com slash tourjunkies, K-R-A-K-E-N, or just search the Kraken app in the App Store. We appreciate them for hooking it up. Wait, wait a second. Where was Superman born? Crypto night, crypto. I don't know. Kryptonite. That's Krypton. no. That's Krypton. like what hurt. Was it Krypton? Yeah. See, I knew it was close. See, but what was that icy area that he went to? What was that called? I don't know, man. This, you're getting too nerdy for me. Sam know. knows it. I know Sam knows the icy area that he went to. There was a name for it where like ice is popping up everywhere. I don't know. We're getting too in the weeds for Jeffrey. The Fortress of Solitude. Is that is that what it was? That sounds like a... Um, I thought it was going to be cooler than that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a really weak name, whoever came up with that. All right, mid-range up to 75 to 1. Pat, who you like here? All right, a few guys here that I like. You know, and, and some of these I didn't mention on the show, on the DFS show. Taylor Gooch, 35 to 1. We just seeing Taylor Gooch play extremely well lately. What happened to him last week? What did... He, you know, he, he started off happened. so good. Golf, golf, golf happened to him, which is what happens. Golf, golf happens to people, and uh, it happened to Taylor Gooch, and he finished 60th, but he was having a good week before that. But you look at the, his last few starts, yeah. T11 and Mayakoba, T5, CJ Cup, T11 at the Shriners. I, I think Taylor Gooch is just right on the verge of possibly getting a victory, and I like him there at that number at 35-1. to one. A couple other guys that I like in here. Uh, we mentioned Brendan Todd on the DFS show. I like him at sixty to yep. one. I like Mackenzie Hughes also at sixty to one. I think that's a good number for him as well. So um, I, I think those are two good numbers there. Another guy that I think is 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 just under the radar that I don't think anybody's going to have that I just feel like could have a good week. And I know he's going to scare a lot of people, but Adam Scott at 35 to one. I like that number too. I, I, uh, uh, I know, I know, I know. 35 to one. I mean, I, I think Sea Island being one of those courses where you got to have a little, little local knowledge, you know, I mean, Adam's got none of that. I don't know. I don't think I can get down with Adam Scott to, to win outright. You, you almost talked me into him on the DFS show, but to, to win outright, I don't know. Kind of scary. I don't know. I saw that's one thing I see on on uh, TikTok. They do that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that. Who's doing that? What's the? All right, send it to me. Um, total agreement on the Brennan Todd play. Sixty to one. I have that written down. I like that one. Uh, we talked about Kiz a little bit on the DFS show. Kiz at forty to one. I just think, you know, I, I mentioned I think he lost in, a, in the playoff to freaking Robert Streb last week. I, last year, Robert Streb, wasn't he in the rough? He had like some nasty line in the rough. He hit it like a foot and a half, and there was nothing kids could do at that point. Yes, uh, it really pissed us terrible. off. We had kids on the betting card, had him bet. That was terrible, terrible, terrible. 
We know our boy Kiz has been working with JT, John Tillery, at his place at Cuscoilla just a couple weeks ago prepping for this event, getting ready. This is an event he has to make his money on. He knows that there's certain events on tour he's got to make it happen. And this is one of them, a place he's rather familiar with. I, I, I don't know that I'll play him in DFS for popularity, value, kind of. I do think there's a miscut potential, but I think Kiz is a great boomer bust play here. So 40 to 1 to bet him outright, I think I'll do it. And I think that number is going to get shorter. I doubt we'll see it stay the same or get longer. So 40 to 1 on points bet is the best number for Kiz. And I got one more in this range I didn't talk about on the DraftKings show either, Pat. A guy that, you know, when you think about the prototypical player here, it's, it's, a, guy like, it's a guy like Chris Kirk, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I like absolutely. Chris Kirk at 50 to 1. Um, you know, he, he, checks, he checks some boxes. Now, his form recently, he's making a lot of cuts. I guess his best finish recently is a 14th at the CJ Cup. But we saw him with some top fives, uh, you know, earlier this year, playing well. Um, you know, his history here is pretty awesome. He won here, like in 2013 or whatever it was. He's got another couple fourth-place finishes here, 18th last year. This is a course that definitely suits Chris Kirk. You know, accuracy, hits a ton of fairways, hits a lot of greens, can make some putts and get really hot. 50 to 1. He feels a little bit like that co-crack feeling last week. You know, it's like the form wasn't incredible coming in, but it just, he fit. Like the, the player mm-hmm. that Chris Kirk is just kind of fit. So I like him in that range as well. All right, moving on up to the, you know, kind of up to that 125 range, Pat. I, I don't have too many here that I like. I think one that you and I both would agree on would be Adam Long at 90 to 1. Absolutely. Um, yep. He's improved every time he's played. Sea Island went for miscut, then he went to T35, then it went to T30 last year. Adam Long's improving, and he's also trending nicely in terms of form 25th at the Zozo, 22nd at the Mayakoba, and 11th just last week at the Houston Open. And Adam Long's a guy who hits a ton of fairways, makes a lot of putts, doesn't get himself in a whole lot of trouble. So I think Adam Long is interesting at 90 to 1. And and another name I didn't mention on the show is uh, is Aaron Rye. Um, he's also at ninety to one, and I saw that number and I was like, you know, now here's a guy who hasn't played hasn't played here before, but also trending nicely. T nineteen last week, T fifteen at the Mayakoba has won in some windy conditions on the European tour. Hits a lot of fairways. Ball striking is good. It all comes down to the putter for Aaron Rye. But if this weather forecast holds up, I really like his ball striking ability here. Um, so Aaron Rye's one to watch at 90 to one. And then I'm, I'm somewhat tempted by Troy Merritt at 80 to one. Ooh, just wow. feel, feels like another, you know, accuracy, make some putts kind of guy. Uh, good on Bermuda surfaces. If you look long-term or short-term, Troy Merritt can get it done. He's a winner on the PGA tour. He doesn't sound like a guy. I mean, if I gave you the name Troy Merritt, you'd be like, no, that guy's definitely never won anything. But he has. He's won on the PGA Tour. 15th at the Mayakoba the last time he pegged it. So I think he's interesting, and that's probably it for me in this range. All right. Well, I got a few guys here that oh, I yeah. like here. Merit, uh, Troy Merritt, Amish Mafia. Thank yeah, you. that's Thank right. You um, I'll start with Brandon Grace. Uh, I like him. He's at 80 to 1. Uh, you know, he's a guy that's had kind of a secret, just or sneaky. A secret year. Se- Secret he real knowledge. secretive. Brandon Gray's real secretive. He's secretive. You walking down the street, Brandon Gray's whispering in your ear, shh, hey, I'm having a good yeah. year. He's wearing a disguise. He's, he's, he's saying, hey, hey, Pat, I like it kind of windy. I like it. Yeah, I like he it likes it windy. When it's windy. 
he can he can play in the elements. He yeah. puts well in Bermuda grass greens. Real He's secret. a great scrambler, good on approach. I think Brandon Grace at eighty to one is a pretty good number there. Also, like Patrick Rogers at eighty to one. He's a guy that's played well here in the past. He's got very spotty history. I mean, it's as spotty as it gets. I mean, when he does well, it's awesome. He's in the last five years, he's got a second place and a top ten. He also has three missed. I had to throw up in my hat. Yeah. So Patrick Rogers is one of those that you're gonna have to, if you want to play him, hold your nose, Oof. put put a little money in there, and uh, just hit the submit button. But uh, I do think Patrick Rogers has a chance to do do well this week. Um, you know, I'll talk maybe about him in the top ten or something like that here later. But I do like him at eighty to one. Another, you know, guy that I just have to mention, and that is because I just think that the number could be. It's almost feels too good to pass up, and that's Emiliano Grio at a hundred to one. I mean, he's a guy that's a great ball striker, you know, great on approach, you know, just a good, solid, consistent swing. I think he obviously sucked putting. His scrambling isn't all that great. But Grio at 101 feels like one of those numbers that I just, I, I, I'm going to have a hard time passing up. And maybe I don't do it at 100 to 1. Maybe I look at a top 10 or a top 20 or something like that. But at 100 to 1, I think that's a that's just something that's hard for me to pass up. So there you go. Those the, those are up to that range that you were. I think if this win continues to hold up and we think that the winning score is not going to be, you know, 18 under, I like Grillo a little more. I just don't know like a, if you really got to go low. I don't I just I don't trust him to make the putts. You know, like he is such a good ball striker. But man, I, you just can't trust him to make the putts. Um, all right, bombs over one twenty-five to one. Pat, uh, I got a, I got a, I got a bushel of bombs right here mm. that I really do. I really do think that all a plethora. No, no. Do you have a plethora of bombs? No, I have a, I have a bushel of bombs, and I, I think okay. that all five could. I'm going to give you five. I'm going to do it quickly. I think all five could win. I really do, or I wouldn't be giving them to you. I but, don't have this many, so I'm glad you're doing this because okay. I only have like. Three guys at 130 to 1, all on DraftKings, all longer on DraftKings and on points bet. Denny McCarthy, Adam Shank, Chad Ramey. Um, I think we both like probably all three of those guys. Uh, definitely Ramey is the Corn Ferry Tour guy that's coming out pretty hot so far this PGA Tour season. If you looked at what he did really well in the Corn Ferry Tour, it's perfect for Sea Island. Absolutely perfect for Sea Island. Adam Schenk has come close. He's come close to winning his first PGA Tour event this season, or in 2021, and recently in this season, I believe, one of the first events. Uh, he's, he's knocking on the door. He's a great putter, as is Denny McCarthy, coming off a good finish last week at a course that he really had no business finishing well on. Um, it was a bomber's paradise. I said he wouldn't do well, but he did. Um, you said he did. You said he would, and he did. Finished T11. 130 to 1, great putter. This is an even better course for him. He comes in in hot form. You know, guys like... Guys like the the names I'm going to give you here, they have to have a good week. Like they need to keep having, they need to keep this momentum going and take advantage of a course like this. And I think those three guys could possibly do it. The last two are bombs at 150 to one, and you can get them at 150 to one on on DraftKings or PointsBet currently. Uh, Stefan Yeager is the first one, Corn Ferry Tour grad. Uh, you know, a lot like Chad Ramey, hit a lot of fairways, hit a lot of greens, made a lot of putts, scrambles really well, good little good good grinder. You know what I mean? 
Um, and he's familiar with Sea Island, 151. And, he, and he's the winningest player on the Corn Ferry Tour. The guy can close the door if he gets involved. If he gets involved late on a Sunday, he can get it done. Another guy who may surprise a lot of people, but he is a PGA Tour winner. Uh, and he's got a boring name and he looks boring, but it's Michael Thompson at 150 to 1. We're hearing that Michael Thompson is hitting it very nicely right now. And he, he, showed, it, he showed it a couple weeks ago at Mayakoba uh, finishing T15. I like Michael Thompson as a potential outright bomb here as well. Got a couple decent finishes here, so that's it for me. Okay, I like those. Uh, a couple for me, I think Harry Higgs at 130 to 1 is, is a little bit interesting there for him. Um, you know, great putter, great scrambler. Um, I, I think this is a good course fit as well. I like Davis Riley also, a Corn Ferry grad who, uh, you know, before we had the Will Zalatoruses and the Taylor Pendrus of the world, Davis Riley was the hot guy. And he has been playing, you know, fairly well recently in his starts that he's had on tour. So I like him at 151. So there you go. Okay. All right. I like it, Pat. I like it. So how about top 20s? Any top 20s, top 10s? Um, well, I'll start with a few top 10s that I like. Um, I like Patrick Rogers. I mentioned him as an outright. He's at 6-1 to one to finish as a top 20. I like Grayson Sig as a uh, top 10. I, I think that's a good number for him, for Sig. Um, he's played, you know, he, this is the one tournament. Like, Sig, if anybody remembers, you know, when he was first kind of coming out, out out of college, he got starts on this in this tournament. It's it's kind of like Davis Thompson for at, at Georgia. Yeah. Grayson Sig was kind of the same. It was was before Davis Thompson, and so he's played this course a lot. He's got a lot of experience here. So Grayson Sig at six to one, me, I think, is a top ten. Let me ask you this: Your life depends on it, Pat. You have to hit one. You have to hit one top twenty. So basically, mm-hmm. your your top favorite, twenty or top ten, top twenty. Your favorite top 20. So this probably doesn't need to be an 8-1 to guy. Like, you got to hit one. Like, last week I gave you one. It was Aaron Wise. He just freaking missed it. Um, But but you got to hit this one top 20. Who would be your favorite top 20 on the board? If I got to hit one top 20 and I can only pick one, I would go with... um, And it's not about how much money I can make. It's just like he's going to finish top 20. Yep. I go with Russell Henley. Oh, okay. What where's I mean, at? if it's not about money, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. No, I, know. I mean, yeah, I plus one twenty five. It's a plus number. Yeah, I guess I would have said the only other caveat's gotta be a plus number. Forget Scotty Scheffler, minus one forty Yeah, no, I wasn't gonna do that. But I mean I gotta go plus money, but I gotta go, I gotta take a guy that I think is gonna finish top twenty for sure. Yeah. I like absolutely. It. I like that. Um a few other top tens. Um, you know, how about Kramer Hickok? Yeah, he's playing well. He's playing well. Top tens, fourteen to one. I like that number. Also, a couple other guys that you, you know, one we mentioned, Adam Long is seven to one for a top ten, and Henrik Norlander is eight to one for a top ten. And Norlander's, you know, this is a course where he's played well on before. He's got a lot of experience on as well. Um, so there you go. Those are some top 10 numbers. Um, I'll let you give out either top 10s or top 20s, and then I'll throw in some top 20s that I like. So, um, You know, let's just skip to our favorites. Let's just do that. I, I just want to do that. I, I think 
I, I think I got to narrow it down because I'm looking at too many numbers right now. A lot of a lot's going to depend on the weather wave. A lot's going to depend on all that stuff. But let's just get down to it. Our favorite picks and early leans presented by Covers.com. So the names that you know, we say a lot of names. Who are our favorite outrights? Who are our favorite top twenties or other t- or top ten bets? If you got them, uh, that we think you need to jump on right now. Let's let's do it. I think okay. Louis at I think Louie at twenty to one on points bet you should get on right now. Or if you can find it longer Absolutely. somewhere else, Three. find it longer somewhere else. That's fine. Um, I'll also go with Kiz at forty to one, with the caveat that he's probably either going to be in the hunt late on Sunday or he's going to be trunk slamming on Friday, one or the other. Okay, um, so I, I like Kiz. Brendan Todd at sixty to one is definitely a favorite of mine right now. And then I guess I'll kind of wait and see on some of these other guys, but I do think the Denny McCarthy number, there's some, there's a lot of, there, there's a gap there. He's 130 to one on DraftKings, but he's 90 to one on points bet. And I think he's probably better suited down in that 90 range. So he's a value right now on DraftKings at 130 to one. I think you should jump on that. And then I got a few top 20s that I think are my favorites. I, I think. I think Brendan Todd at plus two fifty is one of my favorite top twenty bets uh, on the uh, you know on the whole on the whole deal. He just fits. He just checks the box. He loves Sea Island. This is a great course for him. He's playing well. Just coming off a good finish. Adam Long at plus three fifty. If we're starting to starting to get into that long shot range in terms of a top twenty, you know Adam Long's playing great, putting great. We like him. And then when I start going real far out here. Michael Thompson at five to one. I'm going to go ahead and jump on. You can tell I'm a believer in Michael Thompson this week. I never thought that in all of our years of doing this, I would be this hard up on Michael Thompson for a week, but I am. So those are my favorites. I think you, I think those are my favorite picks so far on a Monday night and early, you know, early numbers. I think you should jump on. Okay. Well, uh, you stole a few of mine, but uh, I'll, I'll, piece together a few here Corey connors at 25 to 1 i just love that number i love that number for Corey connors at 25 to 1 he's a guy that's just been on the cusp all year long um i love his ball striking and approachability and his um you know just how this approachability meaning like he's easy to talk to or his approach play approach play okay his approach play He's okay, great with his irons. We know that about him. He's just got to make some putts drop. So I like Corey Connors there at 25 to 1. I was with you on Brendan Todd. That was going to be one of my plays. Um, so I'll switch up a little higher. I, I love Patrick Rogers at 80 to 1. I think it's a that's a good number for him. And I also will go Patrick Rogers at top 10 at 6 to 1. I mean, that's a favorite play of mine. I think Rogers is going to have a big week. I'm all in on him this week. Um, and if I'm going with a few top 20 numbers, um, I think that, um, you know, it's late in the year when we're all in on Patrick Rogers and Michael Thompson. Yeah, it is late. Yeah, it's late. Um, a few top 20 numbers though, that I really like, uh, Grayson Sig at plus three thirty. I think that is a great number for him as a top 20 and Brandon Grace also at plus three thirty. And you already mentioned Adam Long, I think, right? Yeah. As a plus top 20 plus yeah. So those are my favorites right there. There you go. The favorite picks and early leans presented by Covers. Check it out. Covers.com. Winning starts at Covers.com. Um, all right, Pat. Well, I think, uh, I think that about buttons it up, buddy. The last okay. tournament preview of 2021. I'm excited, man. We'll have our 2021 recap podcast and the Golden Golby Awards. 
presented to players and listeners uh, of the of the the tour junkies. I'm pretty sure Jeffrey will not be getting an award. Well, he probably will, but it probably won't be an award that he'll want. Um, and then we've got the look ahead preview for 2022. Go ahead and leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Your favorite moment of 2021 or a question you'd like us to answer in the 2022 podcast. We'll drop that out here pretty soon. And um, yeah, thumbs up. Hit it. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a like on YouTube. Give it a subscribe. If you've not subscribed to the channel already, go ahead and do that for us. That helps us out. And comment. Comment those things. We need your help there. Man, we appreciate it. It's been a great ride. We're going to go do uh, DK After Dark, which you can find on the DraftKings YouTube channel where Pat continues to, uh, to dish out winners. So we'll see if we can keep that up. And, or maybe, maybe the, the prayer of Patrick has uh, transferred over to me, and it's me this time. We shall see. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. May your screens be green and your bets take you to the ticket window with a big fat grin on your face. See ya!